there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weemy, and I am gonna walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Unstuck Podcast. And today, I am going to tackle the thing that is keeping a lot of us stuck, which is time, right? You might be saying to yourself, Lachelle, like I have all of these things that I feel like I want to do or I could do or there's an impact that I feel like I want to make or I want to get my family out of debt or I want to be a better spouse or a mom or a dad, but I just don't have the time. Today, I'm going to share some very practical tips from things that I have learned through studying time management as well as executing things because Lord knows I am a crazy busy working mom who wants to make sure that I'm creating time for my family and for my God. So in order for us to get really started with this whole time management thing, in order for us to create the time that we need to be able to dedicate to building a better life and to getting us unstuck, I have to acknowledge one thing straight away. And that is that you have to have a belief in yourself. You see, the thing is, is that when you're working towards something that's going to be life-changing, that means that chances are it's not something that somebody else is going to be making you do. Okay, so here's what I mean. Now, if you feel stuck, chances are it's something that you have to do above and beyond what you're already doing, right? So most of us that are listening to this have a job. We go to our job when our company says that we have to show up. We might punch a time clock. We are there at a designated time and we know that we have to show up because otherwise we're going to get fired, right? But most of the time when we have to do something that's going to get us unstuck, it has to be something that is above and beyond what we're already doing. So for example, let's say you're stuck in your weight and you want to get more healthy, you're going to have to find ways to go above and beyond what you're already doing in order to get unstuck. Let's say that you want to create another stream of income and you know that you have to go above and beyond what you're already doing. And so you're having to show up above and beyond. Nobody is telling you to punch in and punch out. Nobody is making you do things. And so in order for you to be able to make the things a priority that are going to get you unstuck, you have to have the initial belief that it is possible. You have to believe that the efforts that you are going to put forth are going to pay off in whatever it is that you're shooting for. You have to believe that you are capable of losing the weight or getting healthy. You have to believe that you are capable of earning the money that's gonna get you unstuck or whatever it is that you're shooting after. If you don't have that belief in yourself that you are capable of it, you are never gonna make it a priority on your time slot. So make sure that you take a gut check and believe with all of your heart that your efforts are going to pay off and you live with the expectation that it will eventually materialize because that's when you make it a priority. And when you're making it a priority, that's when you become intentional with the time that you're given. Because let's be real, we're all given the same 24 hours in a day. And we all know those people in our life that seem to literally live their life as if they have twice the amount of time that we have. But I tell you that we're all given the same time. Certain people that are successful are just more intentional with the time that they're given. Now, that intentionality is going to come with exchanges. 
Some may call exchanges sacrifices, call it whatever you want to, but you are going to have to make some decisions to be intentional with your time. And you may have to exchange time to work on your goals that you would otherwise be doing things such as watching TV or getting up a little later or going to bed a little earlier. You have to make the decision to be intentional with the time, make your goals a priority in order to do the next steps that we have to to actually make it happen. Now, the first thing that I personally do is schedule time to plan for my week. Now, I have an organization that I lead, and with my organization, I offer to lead a time on Sunday evenings for 45 minutes where we all meet on Zoom, and we flesh out some questions, we talk and strategize for a few minutes, but for the majority of the time together, I put on some really pumped up motivational music, and we all get to work together. And by doing it together and by planning our week out together on Sunday evenings, we're making it intentional and a priority to get it done. And we're utilizing the Zoom meeting as an accountability measure to make sure that we do it. Now, I got to tell you, a couple weeks ago, I missed my weekly accountability meeting with my team and my entire week was thrown off. So I cannot stress enough how important it is to designate time and be intentional on Sunday, Monday, Saturday, whatever works for you to plan out the week ahead so that you know exactly what it is that you need to do. When you get those few minutes and you have the time to work on whatever it is that you have to work on, you know exactly what it is that you need to do. Now, during my planning session on Sunday evening, I use a planner, good old paper and pen planner, old school, in order for me to really lay out the blueprint of my week ahead. I personally use something called the Soul Planner, S-O-L Planner. You can Google it, or I believe I have a link in lachellemi.com. Anyway, I had the privilege of meeting the curator of this planner, Sarah Light, a few years ago, and I love her approach. Now, what makes her planner a little bit different is that she asks some really good coaching questions in order for you to make sure that the actions and activities that you have in your planner are reflective of your core values. So she also has you really dive into a holistic, balanced goal approach, which means that you're looking at things like your career and your finances, but also your spiritual health, your physical health, your relationships, and all the other things that take into account in order to make us a successful, balanced, well-lived-out person. Now, if you have your own planner or if you don't want to invest in the Soul Planner, what I would like you to do is at least pick a planner that has the month in view as well as a day in view with specific time slots per hour or half hour so that you can really get down and dirty into planning out really every minute of the day that you're awake. Now, I'm going to give you a little kind of bird's eye view of my life and why it's so important for me to get intentional and good with time management because I have some big goals, but I also have a lot on my plate. So when I started my business a couple years ago, I'm going to give you an idea. I was working full time as a nurse anesthetist, teaching for our doctor of nurse anesthesia program half time, two kids on the circuit speaking at different anesthesia conferences, and I was in the last semester of my own doctorate program. So I was crazy, crazy busy. But I decided at that time to start a business. Like who does that, right? But I had to learn very, very quickly to manage my time because I'm a big picture thinker. And I realized that in order for me to have a life that's different, to get me unstuck, to make me have a life that is more conducive to what it is that I wanted to live out, I had to be intentional. I had to see the big picture and I had to be able to make the small sacrifices or exchanges on a daily basis in order to give me 
what it was that I was shooting for. For me, what I was shooting for at the time is although I loved my job and I loved my students and I loved my patients and and everything that I was doing, what I was realizing is that I was giving my family my leftovers. I love leadership and I love drawing out the potential of other people. And I was realizing that the most important team that I will ever lead is my family. And if I am not able to give them more than my crumbs, then they are not going to be impacted the way that they're meant to be. And they should be my priority. They should be the most important team that I ever want to lead. And so I knew that something had to change. And I knew that starting this business would allow for me to free up the time that I needed to be able to be a better mom, more engaged mom. And I knew that in order for me to achieve that long-term vision, I was gonna have to get really focused and really intentional with the 24 hours that I'm currently given in order to achieve this big picture idea. So here I am a couple years later, I'm working less at the hospital, I'm four days a week, I'm not teaching anymore, and I'm pouring into my organization in a way that's feeding me and making me have the impact that I wanna have and, and allowing me to make the difference and giving me more time with my family, but I'm still having to juggle all of it because I'm not quite there to a point where I am making as much money in my business as I am in my anesthesia career. Now, someday that's gonna happen, but for right now, I'm balancing both along with raising my two kids. So I'm going to share with you some things that I do on Sunday nights in order to plan my week to execute it so that I can actually play out that big picture thought and know that my big picture plan is going to come into reality because of the small, intentional, deliberate steps that I do on a daily basis. Okay, so to start out, the first thing I do is open my planner to the weekly view and I start to plug in the time that I'm scheduled at the hospital because that's a non-negotiable, right? I'm scheduled, let's say from seven to 3.30, four days a week. So I am gonna have to plug into my calendar those times and there's non-negotiable, I have to show up, I get to show up, right? And the other things that I do then are going to be planned around them. Now, in order for me to plan around those times, I have to determine what my non-negotiables are, what my priorities are. And I think that many of us have heard the analogy about the big pebbles and little pebbles. So if you haven't, let me entertain you. If you put all the tiny little things, the tiny little tasks into a jar, the tiny little rocks that represent those tiny little tasks into a jar, and then you try to put the three big rocks that represent your priorities, your family, your goals, whatever, into that jar after the little rocks are already in there, there is not going to be room. And so in order for us to really play out life at its fullest, we have to be able to put the three priority rocks that are the things that are going to be most important to us in our jar first. And then we put the tiny little pebbles that represent the little things, the little tasks in after the big rocks, after our priorities. And that's what I do each day. So for example, aside from my career in anesthesia, my three big rocks, my three priorities each day are my time with God my time with my family, and time with my business. Because I know that those three things are going to be the three things that are going to get me to the life that I want to live in the long term. And so you have to determine what it is that is your priority that is going to allow you to have the life that you want to live in the end and make them your non-negotiable priorities for the day. Now, I know that my time with God is going to be probably the easiest thing to get kicked away because we get busy and things kind of hijack our day. And so for me, I have chosen to make my time with God 
right away in the morning, which means that I get up really early and I get my miracle morning routine in before I start getting ready to go to the hospital, before anybody else is awake and before anybody can really hijack my day, which means that I don't look at my email. I don't look at Facebook. I don't look at any of the other distractions, but yet I give God my firm priority at the beginning of the day. Now, the next thing I do is schedule in my second priority, which is my family. Now, I know that if I don't make time for my kids and my husband, that's something that easily can get hijacked as well. And I've also learned that when our kids are given one-on-one interrupted time where they get to choose whatever they want to do, it's not as important with the quantity as it is the quality. And their perception is actually that you're spending more time with them than you actually are. So on my calendar slot, I actually schedule in time with each of my two children and my husband. And those are my non-negotiable times. Now, the last priority that I have that I know is going to be necessary in order to move me forward with my goals is time with my business. And I have chosen to designate an hour a day on my business that I know I will be able to commit to. So within my actual daily calendar within the week view, You can see that I have first scheduled in the time at the hospital. That's non-negotiable. I've scheduled in time with my God in my miracle morning. I've literally put on my calendar time with my kids and my husband. And then I have designated my business hours or the time or the hour that I'm going to be spending on my business. And those are my non-negotiables. Those are things that cannot be changed. Now, I don't know if anybody else that's listening out there is like this, but I tend to be an all or nothing thinker, which means that if something hijacks my plan, I literally just want to like throw in the towel and give up. And that was what was happening to me when I first started this time blocking, where something would happen, I would have a conversation with somebody that went long or an appointment went long or an appointment was added or things that were out of my control that were starting to impinge upon my time that I had scheduled for certain things. And I was getting so frustrated and I wanted to just throw in the whole towel. But what I found is that if I just maintained my non-negotiables as my priority and I moved those to a different part of the day and moved out of the day the things that were not a priority, I was able to maintain the things that were important to me. For example, let's just say that I had time on my calendar with my kids and my neighbor shows up unexpected and starts to talk. And now my time has been completely all thrown off, right? If I take my time with my kids and I allot it for a different time of the day and I move the thing that maybe wasn't as big of a deal onto a different day, I've been able to keep my non-negotiables as my priority and the rest of it just kind of falls into place. Okay, so now that I have designated the time with my priorities, it's time for me to use Sarah's planner to its other maximal capacity, which is the brain dump part. So what she has us do on a weekly basis is literally write out all of the tasks that we have to accomplish for that week, no matter how small, in order for us to get it out of our brains. And when we can get those tiny little tasks out of our brains, it frees up our mental energy to be creative and actually be more efficient and productive throughout the week, okay? So I brain dump and I get rid of all of the things on my list that I have to get done that week. And the next thing that she encourages us to do is to delegate the things that we can delegate out. And after doing that, I actually take the things that are left on my tasks and I plug them in to a specific day that I plan to do them. And then from there, I make it even more deliberate and I plug the things in for the day into a specific time. For example, If I know that I want to touch base with a couple of customers for my business on Monday, and I know that my coffee break is typically from 9 to 9.15, then I can plug in 
reach out to current customers from 9 to 9.15. And I'm able to make that task happen at a very specific time and date. Now, one of the additional tools that I use to maximize my time each day is a program called Calendly. So that's C-A-L. E-N-D-L-Y. And you can get the free version of Calendly. And what that does is it allows people to be able to book appointments with you. So when I have already plugged in my time that I'm going to be at the hospital, I plugged in my time that I'm going to be with my family and any other specific tasks or appointments, I can then open up my calendar for anything else so that my team always knows that I'm available to them. If anyone else wants to learn about what I'm doing and wants to a consult, then they can freely book my calendar appointment. And I know that my priorities are already in there. I know when I'm able to be freed up to do those types of things. And I don't have to waste time going back and forth trying to coordinate our schedules. It's amazing. Something else that I do that has made a huge difference is I maximize my drive time. And I maximize the time that I would be doing something anyway, and I can try to multitask. So for example, while I'm getting ready in the morning, getting my teeth brushed, my makeup on, all of those things, I'm listening to a podcast or an audiobook or a training for my company. As I'm driving into work in the morning because it's early, that's when I'm tuning into those trainings. While I'm cooking, cleaning, folding the laundry, I'm taking advantage of that time because the time that I would have to just sit and listen to something could be spent actually doing productive activity that's going to be moving my business forward. Now that brings me to my next tip. So if you have the time to actually put deliberate activity to work, when it's not just kind of mindless things like cleaning and and listening to podcasts at the same time, but you really have the opportunity to be productive. I want you to give yourself permission to be in that moment holy. I think so many times, especially as working moms, we feel guilty. We feel guilty when we're working that we should be with our kids. When we are with our kids, we feel like we should be working. And I think that it's important for us to look at those appointments on our calendar as appointments and let ourselves be in the moment 100% with the activity that's on our calendar. For example, if I have on my calendar to be with my kids, I'm gonna be putting my phone away and I'm gonna be 100% present with them at the moment. And I can give myself the permission to be the mom at that moment because I'm gonna have the permission to be the business owner later on that night. And so give yourself the permission to be in the moment and be present. Which leads me to my next point being that we need to give ourselves the permission to not break appointments with ourselves. Sometimes it's really easy to just say, oh, well, I don't need to work tonight. I can just do that again tomorrow. Or this person is more important at this time. And that's all great and all. But you have to make sure that you're treating the appointments that you've given with yourself as equal, if not more than the appointments that you give with other people. So if you have on your appointment calendar from 9 to 9.15 during your coffee break to reach out to those customers, view that as an appointment with yourself that you cannot break. When you've given yourself the appointment to exercise, give yourself the permission to not break that appointment with yourself. If you've given yourself the appointment to work on your business for an hour, don't break that appointment because you are just as important, if not important, as any of the other appointments that you have on that calendar. Don't break it. Now, a few more tips on maximizing this 24 hours that you've been giving is utilizing what we call batching, which means that you pick one activity and you do it for a longer period of time. 
versus 15 minutes each day. So let's just say that you really want to amp up your social media game and you know that you want to be presenting into the world something of contribution every single day. Rather than being stressed out about coming up with something each day, what I want you to do is give yourself the permission to time block an hour on a Monday, for example, where you literally plan out all of your social media content that week. And you give yourself the permission to completely focus on that one task for the time that you've allotted. You're going to be much more productive if you focus on one activity and when you're getting in the groove than if you're trying to piece it together throughout the week. The other thing that I do when I'm working on something like this is I put a timer on my phone. So if I know that I have one hour, for example, on a Monday to completely dive into my social media content, I will set a timer so that I know that I only have that specific amount of time to get that task done. And it keeps me from getting sucked into the social media scroll or checking my email or whatever else. Because if I know that I have boundaries set on myself and the time, and I know that I only have a certain amount of time allocated for that activity that I want to get done, it's going to be much more likely that I'm actually going to get it done in that time allotment. And so that's another tip is that if you love getting on social media and you love checking out what everybody's doing on Instagram or Facebook, set a timer. Set a timer for 15 minutes and let yourself scroll and let yourself engage and do all the things, but get back to work. Now, when nobody is telling you to show up and actually do this stuff, it really has to fall back on motivation. And I don't know about you guys, but my motivation waxes and wanes, and I think that's a human thing. And if we always wait for ourselves to be motivated to do something, then chances are we're not going to do it. So we have to be able to do it even when we're not motivated. So how do you do that? That's really where this paper planner comes into play. It feels good for you to cross something off a list. Write it down no matter how small it is. Try to find an accountability partner where you can report to one another on a regular basis to make sure that you're actually getting done what you need to get done. And then one of my favorite tips is to try to make things a habit because when they turn into a habit, you don't need to rely on motivation to get yourself to do it. So there are certain things that I do every single day and that I have designed into my daily activities a specific time to do them. And I know that as soon as I wake up in the morning, I go straight to my miracle morning. I know that exactly at nine o'clock on my break at work, I do something every single time. It becomes a habit. It becomes a part of who I am. And I don't have to think about it each time. And I don't have to get myself motivated to actually do it. And then a bonus is that I get to cross it off my planner at the end of the day. Now, there are some things that I could be doing every day, but that thought is daunting because I think about there's so many things that I need to do on a daily basis and that gets overwhelming. So one of the things that I've started to do lately is to pick a specific day of the week in which to engage in an activity so that I know that every Monday I do this and every Tuesday I do this. So for example, I know that every Monday I reach out to new connections on LinkedIn, and every Monday, I send voice messages to some people to follow up on Instagram. I know that every single Wednesday, I reach out to set up a virtual coffee date for people that I've gotten to know on LinkedIn. I know that every Thursday, I have designated time on my calendar for follow-up so that I can keep up with all the messages that I have in my LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, email inboxes, and I have designated time on my calendar to get that done. Every Friday, I make sure that my QuickBooks are organized so that my financial affairs are in order for my business. 
Now in doing that, I've kind of made it a little bit more fun because I know that every single day I don't have to worry about necessarily following up with everybody or every day I don't have to worry about keeping up with my QuickBooks, but I have a specific time allotted during the week to get that activity done. Now what's been interesting in my motivation is that because I know that I don't have to do something, it makes me want to do it. So I find myself following up better in all of my platforms during the week because I know that I don't have to do it, but I get to do it in order to get ahead so that on Thursdays I don't have as big of a, of a to-do list. But if I don't, then I know that I have that activity already designated in my calendar. Now, you're probably getting the sense that, holy cow, there's so much to do during a week, and that sounds exhausting. But I will tell you that you can make it fun. You can gamify it. You can add points to it. You can give yourself prizes. You can give yourself rewards for getting things done that you want to at the end of the week. Maybe you love lattes and you never give yourself the permission to get them. If you do all of your activities in that given week, give yourself the permission to get the dang latte so that you can keep yourself motivated. And make sure that you're including the people that are important to you into your plans. So even though I have designated time with my families each week, it's important for me that they actually know that and see that. So here's a story. My son had commented that I was on the phone a lot. I would have people that were scheduling these meetings with me during the day with my Calendly app. And he was making a comment about this. And I had to really make sure that I included my kids and my husband in on my goals. We made a vision board together so that they knew that we were all part of the goals. I also included them in picking out the time that I have them scheduled into my calendar. And I show them on my calendar that they go on first and everybody else comes in after them. They make sure that they have the perception that they are first and everybody else comes in after them. Delegate when you can. Consider a virtual assistant from the Philippines. Consider delegating to your family members. Let them get involved in what it is that you're doing so that you can make it a family affair. My kids help me send out samples to people. My kids help me get things ready for presentations that I do. Get them involved, bring them to events, bring them to things and make it a family affair. We've talked about a lot. I've given you some of my best tips for managing all of your big goals into your 24 hours that you have in a day. It sounds exhausting, but you guys, it's so much fun. And I will say that I want to finish this podcast today with a reminder to keep a thankful mindset, to be in gratitude of wherever you are on your journey at this moment. Do I wish some days that I was already retired from my nine to five and that I could just do anesthesia for mission trips and travel the world speaking and having all this free time with my family to travel? Heck yes, I totally do. But I have to acknowledge the fact that I am grateful for where I am right now. I am grateful for the fact that going to work gives me the opportunity to meet new people. It gives me the opportunity to grow my business in different ways. It gives me the opportunity to have friends and conversations and support that I wouldn't otherwise have. And quite honestly, what I have found is that busy people are often more organized and successful people are often more busy. And so remember that it is a gift to be busy. It is a gift to have all the things on your plate that you have to do, but it is your responsibility to manage them well. And as we part today, I want you to think about what you are doing in your 24 hours. Are you using the time that God has given you to move you forward, to get you unstuck? Or are you watching other people's realities on their reality TVs while you sit and wallow in yours? This is your life. This is your day. Think about where you're spending your time, 
what your goals are and how you can start to be intentional with the 24 hours that you've been given to make the most of it. Because I want you to thrive, not survive. We all have the same amount of time in the day. It's up to us on what we do with it. So think about where you're spending your time. Think about what you can give up. Perhaps TV, perhaps going to bed super early, perhaps scrolling on Facebook. And think about what exchanges that you can make to make the most out of your 24 hours. Now, don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of this awesomeness. And I will see you here next week as we discover ways to get ourselves unstuck and walk together in order for all of us to step boldly into the life that we are meant to live. Now, enjoy our imperfect outtakes. Bye. I know that I want to touch base with a couple of customers. Any other specific tasks, tasks, or that's when I'm training in. That's sorry. That's when I'm tuning into those trainings.